Welcome to Burning the Edge. We would like to welcome to the tea our host, Mr. Arthur Miller Jr. Thank you for listening to the Burn the Edge podcast. This is your host, Arthur Miller Jr. I want to thank you for checking us out. Uh, been off for a while. Been uh, having some things going on. But we are back on the saddle. We, we're going to talk to Jeff Quarter out of the Arkansas APT chapter. He's a Division Four Player of the Year on the APT. He's a guy I met in March playing with him at in El Dorado, Arkansas at uh, the Mystic Creek Golf Course course there a very nice golf course there and my guy i've been knowing for a couple of years man and we kind of just hit it off he lived here in memphis for a little while and uh i think he loved it here but he ended up going across the across the river to arkansas uh we we always welcome him back he calls over here to play with us on apt uh welcome to the t jeff Appreciate it. Appreciate it. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. How you doing, Arthur? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I can't complain, man. Excuse my wrinkled shirt, you know. Yeah. You know, it is. It's been one of them days, man. You know. (laughs) I see you over there. I was really hoping you had a Memphis shirt on tonight. Hey, you know, but I know I we, to get we need to do a different podcast when basketball season starts. There you go. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, that'll work because I, I think uh, they trying to start this series back up with Memphis and yeah, Arkansas. They, they are. They don't like us coming over there recruiting, though. So, hey, you know, hey, they I feel know, like this is Nolan wrong back in the day. They wouldn't like oh. to run here in Todd Day and then they want to let us come back across a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think, uh, hey, you got to battle with Penny now, man. It's going to be oh, tough. Yeah. yeah. When he wants somebody, it's done. You know, it seems like he get whoever he wants pretty much, you know. I'm just trying to get some retro. Uh, Penny shoes from Penny. <laughs> you don't like the uh the phone posits? What yeah, the phone posits. That's what I need. Yeah, yeah. That's what I need. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that I, I don't own not one pair of high tops, man? You go all, all low top. All low tops. Yeah. I don't own not one single pair of high yeah. tops, man. Yeah. You be rocking them though. I have to give it yeah. to you. Yeah, I break them out. I'm yeah, old. You, you know, I know you like your Jordans most of the time. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got to have some Jordans. Yeah, you like Keegan Bradley. Yeah, Keegan Bradley got those exclusives, though. You can't even buy his stuff. Really? No, his is straight exclusive for him only. I didn't even know that. Yeah, but you'll see, like, Harold Varner, he'll wear the ones you can buy, you know. Right, right. They're right. still hard to get, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah it seems like as soon as they go on sale, if you don't, if you don't buy them quickly, they'll be gone. Yep, or you got to sneak around around your wife and buy them on StockX on the download. <laughs> what is StockX? I'm not like a, You know, that's a, a company that sells them after the fact. Ah. So, like, say, if they retail for 220 on StockX, they're going to be, well, depending on the shoe, they're going to be oh, at least $100 over retail. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, so, I pass. I, so I just want to let you know I've never bought any shoes off of StockX. No. Is that the truth, Jeff? I'm just saying, bro. I've never, I've just never been on there. I just heard about it. I just heard about it. Saying, somebody oh, okay. just about it. Hey, I, I, is your wife around somewhere else? Uh, I'm not sure where she's at right now. I know how it is, though, you know. The only thing I had, I had, uh, 
you know, my wife go through my drawer, so she see my receipts sometimes. Oh. So if I don't want her to know about it, I don't bring the receipts. I get email yeah. receipts, so she can't see. There you go. Don't leave a paper trail. Listen right. on those golf clubs. Right, right, right. <laughs> she saw a receipt one time when I bought a, I got an iron set. And Ooh. she was like, you paid this much for these clubs? <laughs> like, man, you got to read where the trade in was. <laughs> and then you look down, all the way down to the bottom. She she ain't look at none of that. Yeah. She ain't look at the bottom number. She looked at yeah. how much they retail for, you know. She didn't look at the credits. Yeah, no, nah, she didn't see the credit <laughs> on that. And I'm like, look, you know, these pings, man, they just, you know, you don't get discount on pings. That's it's, right. That's you right. know, ping, what is it, ping and Titleist. Yeah. You can that hang it up. You ain't getting no breaks on them. No, no. So, man, hey, Jeff, how do you get to the game of golf, man? How did I get there? Yeah. Crazy story, man. So when I was a little bitty boy, so my mom and dad divorced when I was six months old. So basically, I still had a good relationship with my dad, but he lived uh, in a town about an hour and a half away. So when I was like first grade, when I would get out of school, uh, my sister is eight years older than me, so she wouldn't. Uh, she would usually be doing something else, like be at a friend's house after school. She'd go stay with a friend. My mom worked for Warehouser, and she worked long hours. So I would get out of school, and I would walk. Or if I once I got old enough to ride a bike, I would. But most time I was walking about. It's about two miles to my aunt's flower shop, and it was called Marie's Flowers. <clears throat> she had a lady in there that loved to play golf. Just loved to play golf. So she's like. I'm going to teach you how to play golf, Jeff. And so I think her way of getting out of working for my aunt was to say, hey, I'm going to take your nephew to go play golf. <laughs> you know, and thinking back about it, I'm sure she was still on the clock. Yeah. We had like a little par three course at the time here in Hot Springs, nine hole par three course. And she took me out there. And that's really when I first got introduced to golf. And I probably played, me and her probably played until – I think I was about fifth grade and then she quit or, you know, went and did something else. And then, you know, back then, this was back in the seventies and eighties, you know, golf wasn't cool then. You know, <laughs> yeah. I got to junior high, you couldn't tell nobody you played golf. Right, right, you know right. I, mean? I got to play football, basketball. So I went all through junior high, high school, college, never picked up a golf club, never thought about a golf club. And then I went through a, uh, a pretty rough divorce, right? My mom's like, you gotta, you gotta find something to do. I mean, you gotta find a hobby. Yeah. I was like, I, I'll figure it out. You know, don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. Well, one day she pops up in my apartment and got this, uh, dude, it was a leather golf bag. I'm not lying. Dude. It looked like it come over on the Mayflower. Same <laughs> <laughs> like, boy. Jesus' phone number in the front of the golf bag. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. It was a, it was a set of, you know, of course, now I don't know nothing about golf at this point. You know what I mean? Not really. And it had an old set of Tommy Armour blades. Dang. You know, the last thing somebody don't know how to hit a golf ball needs, right? Right, right. She goes, go, go figure out how to play golf again. You know, so we'd go out to then. So that part three course was still open. So me and some of my buddies, uh, they were horrible too. One of them kind of knew a little bit about golf. And we'd go to this part three course. I don't drink, but they'd go out there. It was just a drink fest, you know. And no lies, honest God story. So I, I had no idea, uh, any idea how to swing a club. Just don't know. And it was a, about an 80 yard, you know, there wasn't a hole more than a hundred yards. This one was about 80 yards. I got like a 
three iron, <laughs> three iron blade. Like if you hand that to me right now, Arthur, I couldn't hit this dude across the street. I right. So I get down there, dude, I do some old crazy swing and the ball kind of takes off a little bit and it hits the green. That dude rolls right into the cup. Dude. Holy dude, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I swear. So that was my claim to fame. They put it in the newspaper too, in the sports section. Yeah. Jeff Porter holding one. It was hilarious. So then eventually my drunk buddies that went on and did something else, right? They done went and got married, whatever. So then I got out of golf again. Well, then I got in the car business. And in the car business, everybody played golf at that point. And that's kind of what got that was probably in my late 20s. And then I, one of my good friends I met there, we uh we started playing quite a bit. He was real good though, and I was horrible. <laughs> and uh, I don't want to say any names, but there was a certain private course around here, and uh, it was straight private. My buddy and his friend find out, you know, how you got to go and give your member number, right, to get a yeah. card. Well, they didn't somehow figured out the member numbers. Uh-oh. He would go in and say, "Hey, I'm I'm two thirteen. They go, "Oh, hey, Doctor So and So." Well, they'd pull the carts out on the side, and I'd get out of the car and jump in the cart with my little clubs, and we'd run out and play this private course. And so that's when I really kind of got into it. Yeah. Eventually, one of them sold furniture, right? He yeah. was supposed to be a doctor. And we was playing. I mean, it cost you – this was like 25 years ago. Back then, it was $100 to play there if you wasn't a member. But you had to be with a member. Right. And uh, one of the guys, he was supposed to be a doctor, right? His, his number was a doctor guy, right? And but he sold furniture. <laughs> One day the, the the manager of this golf course walks in the furniture store and he's like, Hey, Dr. So and so. And he got a badge on badge. But he's the only one working that day. So he's got to help the guy, right? Yeah. I'm looking for a recliner or something. He's like, Oh, I could help you. He's like, You could help me. He's like, Yeah. So the guy leaves, calls. Calls back to the story. You ever come on my golf course again? I'm calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is crazy, that's, that's man. Not my introduction to golf. And yeah. Then, well, I, I just kind of played at it, right? I didn't right. really get serious with it. I right. wasn't any good, you know, very right. rarely kept score, you know. Right. And then I guess about, I guess, man, really is about 2000. And, well, let me start over. So I coached AAU basketball. Uh, my best friend's kids and then my kids played. And they was, uh, when they got old enough to play AAU, my buddy was on me about doing it. But we, I coached them in peewee football too. So by the time it got to summertime, I was kind of, and then we coached them in league, like boys club basketball. Right, right, right. Once it got to summer, I was over it, John. Right. Like, I'm ready to give it a rest. And right. So he was just on my case about it. So finally, when our boys were fifth graders, we started an AAU team with a bunch of football players. <laughs> and it got so crazy. They got so good at basketball after like a year or two. They all quit football except a couple. And then we had so many kids, we had to make two teams. And we traveled everywhere. And so I didn't play no golf then. It was just like if we wasn't in season, we was begging for money, doing fundraisers. You know, our life was committed to these. I mean, we had – probably 30 boys, you know? Right. So after our boys graduated high school, couldn't play AAU anymore. I was like, man, I kind of like wanted to be, cause I'm a competitive person, you know, I wanted to find something to do. 
And uh, my buddy that I used to play with all the time, he started having a kid every other week. So he quit playing, you know, he got a babysit. So just one day I said, man, I'm going to figure out how to play golf for real. Like, I'm not going to go out and shoot a hundred, you know, right, right, right. to an extent. But after, if you're kind of wanting to be serious, you start shooting a hundred every time. It's right. Me, personally, it's just not no fun. Right, right, right. You're going and buying top flight balls, you know, <laughs> going right. out into the woods and the water. So, right. 2015 or 16 is when the basketball was all over. Uh, and I said, man, I just got to find, I just really want to get good at it. So that's when I took it serious, started taking some lessons. And then you know how it is. Got to, got to be watching YouTube, <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out how to hit a golf ball. And that's just, and then, and then, I was just playing by myself most of the time. You know, go play by myself. Every now and then, my buddy that I played with would play. And then I bump into a, a childhood friend of mine one day here in Hot Springs, and he's playing on Golf Week, which I had never heard of. And then he introduced me to Golf Week, and I got addicted. And then it kind of just took off from there. Right. Yeah. So that was – what year was that when you first started on Golf Week? Uh, let's see. That would probably be 2022. It was before COVID for sure. I want to say it was 2019, I think. Okay. Yeah, 18 or 19, somewhere right in there. Okay. Yeah. So um, how has your experience been um, playing on the golf week? And, I mean, now you're playing on APT with us too. Yeah. Um, you know, what do you think about the both, each of them? Each well, of them. Let's see. So here in Arkansas, you know, we got a new chapter APT and my buddy, uh, Larry Burrow. L Boogie. L Boogie. Yeah. Uh, I got another nickname for him, but I don't want to put it on this podcast. I'll tell you about that all, all there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so Larry and me met on golf week, you know, golf week here in Arkansas has had the same owner for, I think they said 20 years. This guy's owned it. Wow. Got a huge following, you know. It's the only game in town, you know, only only shoot, only thing I've ever heard about playing amateur golf in Arkansas was golf week. Like uh we just played they played their finals uh, a few weeks ago and we had he probably had a hundred people in that, you know, and he'll a lot of the nicer courses he sells out. So far as the on golf week, the competition. The amount of players always I made I made a lot of good friends over there. Uh APT, I will say, and I'm not dogging on golf week by any means, but APT, the trophies are a lot nicer. Yeah. Super nice trophies on APT. Uh like uh go to Hilton. I've been to Hilton Head three times with golf week. Right. You get a little gift bag, it's mostly filled with Stuff you know you're never going to use, but you know whatever. I'm not complaining. Yeah. But I went to APT finals for the first time this year in Nashville. Man, get a real nice Turtleson shirt. Got a two things a two under underwear. You know them dudes like thirty forty bucks a piece. Right. You know, right. Retail. Right. Uh, what else I get? Something else I got. I can't even remember. But uh, plus, and then they had some going. I mean, they had free food mostly every night if you wanted it. Right. They were doing something, you know, doing something. Right. So <clears throat> I would say, you know, it's been tough for Larry here for, you know, but, you know, like if you started a hamburger store or a hamburger restaurant, it's going to be tough for a while. Right. You're right. starting a new right. business. You're not, 
I mean, I guess if you bought some franchise, like five guys or something, maybe you could jump right in there and be busy. But right. starting a small business, it takes a while. You right. Know? And right. then you got a guy that's got pretty much the market sold up. You know what I mean? You know, Arkansas is a small state, so there's only so many golf courses. Right. And I'm sure part of it, the guy, you know, he, the guy on Golf Week's got a long-standing relationship with a lot of these guys. And I wouldn't say they would say, well, we're not going to let APT play there because like, I don't think that's the case. Right, 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 right. But, you know, if it comes down and won't use the same weekend or whatever, I'm sure, you know, Larry's going to say, well, I got 30 people, 40 people. And the other guy's going to say, well, I got 100. You know what I mean? Right. So, but uh, I, I guess there's pros and cons to both ways. Right, I mean, right. I, I really enjoy both of them, to be honest with you. Right. But uh, I know Larry more personable, you know what I mean? Right. I'm like, like we like really become pretty close. It's kind of weird, you know. He lives like three hours from me. Yeah, still in Arkansas, but it's like you know ways away. But yeah, we talk like a lot. You yeah, know, a bit, you know. And so, uh, and then we wrote. We used to for some reason we used to get paired up a lot on golf week, and uh, we like to talk trash. So. <laughs> You know, and he used to be pretty good. He's horrible now. I don't know what happened, dude. Somebody put a hex on this dude. I'm telling you, Arthur, this dude can't hit a nine iron 60 yards. <laughs> and then, then, not to get off subject here, but he takes the club. I mean, he got the John Daly swing. And oh, I, wow. you know, the Cardinal scene, you don't tell somebody how to fix their golf swing. During right, right, the, right. You know right. But I just had to tell him, we was playing, where was we playing? Oh, in our finals, ABT finals at Fairfield Bay. I had to tell him. Bro, you're bringing the like the head of the club's touching your hip. You know what I mean? <laughs> we gotta shorten this thing up, bro. <laughs> you know what he said? I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, that's right there. I know. That sounds just like him. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that dude though. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, but uh it, it, it's really man, it I like one thing I do like out about APT is the finals. Right. Uh, the championship is somewhere different all the time. Right. Right. Off with Hilton heads every time, which right. I love it there. My wife loves it there, but it's expensive, man. It's right. an expensive trip. We, I've went three times. We flew it twice and drove it once. The last time we went, we drove. And, you know, and from here, you can't drive it. Well, I guess if you're young, you could, but we stopped in Atlanta, spent the night. You know, so by the time you do that, and then you get to Hilton Head and you stay a week and you know how it goes. Right. Like Nashville, it was a it's a five hour drive for us. So that was easy. But which next year they're going to uh where they going, Myrtle Beach, so same thing. So yeah. cool. But I do like how they switch it around. Right, right, right. Speaking of um the finals in, in Nashville, man, what was your you said you got the the nice tea gifts, you know, and yeah. I didn't get a chance to go this year. I went last year, and it was at Pinehurst. And I mean, you know, it was it was very very nice. I mean, the the facilities there were, you know, you pay for them. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but the room that I stayed in, man, it was probably one of the nicest hotel rooms I ever stayed in. You Did know, y'all like, had to stay on the property. You had to stay on the property. Um, Is that expensive. It was a little yeah. expensive, um, yeah. but. It was well worth it. I'm, I'm just going to be honest about it. Like, the room that I had was really nice. It was in, I think it was called The Manor. Uh-huh. And it was, uh, it, it looked like it was a newer, kind of the outside looked older, where it was like the big columns and all that stuff or whatever. Uh-huh. But the inside of it, I mean, the rooms were magnificent, man. I, I really, I really enjoyed the room there and just to stay there. And um, I really didn't get to walk around as much as I would have liked. I'm, 
I'm like you. I think you stayed in Nashville for a week, didn't you? I did an Airbnb. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what I'm gonna do next time, man. Because you get to kind of walk around and see some other things instead of just, you know, you get there the night before, you're getting up the next day, you're playing golf, and then by the time you finish playing golf, you're like, oh, man, I just want to eat and go to bed, you know? Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Um, so, you're, you have you stayed that long in Nashville before? I never, I'll be honest with you, man. When I, <clears throat> many, many moons ago, I used, when I lived in Memphis, I worked for Foot Locker and then I ended up going to TJ Maxx and TJ Maxx sent me to Nashville for training, which was back in the early nineties, but mm-hmm. they sent me to a suburb called Antioch yeah. outside of Nashville. Yeah, And I was just, man, I was probably mid twenties. You know, I wasn't really into, I mean, if I ate McDonald's, I was good back then. You know, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't worried about going to find a foodie spot. Yeah. So I would like go, I had to work in the store all day long training. I just leave, go to the motel. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. So this was really to be, <clears throat> to be honest with my first time ever going to Nashville, never really being me or my wife. Matter of fact. Yeah. So you did you enjoy Nashville? Man, did I, man? This place is crazy. So I'm not a country guy. Like I sound country. Don't get me wrong. I sound like I probably got a cow in the backyard. But I'm not. Like I'm. I used to. I was like. I grew up on hip hop, R and B. It's like like I've been DJing since I was 14. You know? Yeah. Like if Run DMC's coming, I'm gonna be there. Yeah. Tell me where they're gonna be. I'll be. That's my kind of guy. That's yeah. kind of guy I am. So when they said Nashville, I was like, oh man, this going to be country and Western. <laughs> and my dad, man, God rest his soul. He loved country and Western. Drove me crazy, man. Just, I just couldn't stand. He just like, he was like, you know, old school Conway Twitty. I mean, he, you know, it was crazy. So anyway, but when I get there, man, it's like nothing really like that. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I had a childhood friend I grew up with. I hadn't seen him since 09 though, but he lived there. So, they took us kind of around, and then my wife's classmate is a, a vice president of something at Bridgestone Arena. Yeah, so he got us sent tickets to the Doobie Brothers. We okay. Went, yeah, and then we went to. We we're supposed to be at see the NHL NHL team, the Predators opening night. Yeah, it's another story. My wife screwed that all up, <laughs> but it's okay. But we we got to see them practice though. We went to go see the Predators practice, which was super cool. Yeah, like downtown Nashville, like on Broadway, that's where all the bars are. Right, right, right. right. All different kind of music. There's country. There's right. rock. Right. There's all kind of stuff going on. Right. But if you kind of venture out for that street, man, there it's like being in New York City. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, it's huge. I just had that's nothing. The picture I had in my mind, that's not what I had. Yeah, we had a blast, man. Yeah, we had a blast. Yeah, down where you, uh, I think does Broadway run off the river down there? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a I real nice place the, down there. It's crazy. If you went to all the way to the end of Broadway, there's a park. And then you can see where the Titans play. You can see the stadium right. from right there. You yeah. Know, yeah. Right there. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool place, man. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. Yes, I, um, I so couldn't other you than stood me up though. What'd you say? I couldn't believe you stood me up though. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I really I, I just got too much stuff going on here. It's just ridiculous. I would have played a lot better if you'd have been there. <laughs> I believe you. <it>, yeah. <laughs> you probably wouldn't have had to, you know. One thing about the finals, you always get to meet people like 
that you probably from all over the place, you know, that you would never, ever meet, you know, um, met guy from, uh, I think I met a guy from like West Virginia or something. Uh-huh. I'm like, West Virginia ain't big as a damn nickel. <laughs> and you meet somebody from there, you know, and uh, that was playing in the uh, golf week finals. Oh, well, um, Yeah, but playing in that and playing in the, um, the APT, I met a few guys from New York, played yeah. with a guy from uh, Iowa. Yeah. Um, he, matter of fact, he was the tour, the chapter owner uh, in Indiana. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think wherever the TPC Duran, I think it's in Indiana. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, and met the guy from New York, and yeah, I mean, it was you just meet people from everywhere, man. Yeah, me, same yeah. way with me, man. I met yeah. a lot of cool guys. Yeah. Yeah. So man, like, so what are you looking forward to? Are you gonna play in the fall events? Well, Larry got one next month in November. Uh, it uh, uh, what do you call it? A national park course, basically, mm-hmm. it's about thirty miles from my house. Okay. So if I don't play, and I might have to hear his mouth. <laughs> I'm just gonna play and not to hear his mouth, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. uh, I wish I could play in Tunica with you guys, but it's just too soon for me from coming back from Nashville. Right, know? right, right, right. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I love that course, man. I wish I could play that dude. But yeah, I hope I hope uh, which Larry's only gonna have one. So uh, I guess I need to look at y'all's schedule and see how many fall. Do y'all have much in the fall? Right now we just have the one. Um, yeah, I think um, I know that Birmingham is planning some stuff. Matter of fact, Birmingham has one at the end of the month. Uh, Limestone Springs. I really wanted to go down there and play that, one, but I can't. I can't miss the one here, yeah. of course. Um, yeah. So, and I think, and then they got uh, Amber. St. St. Louis is doing the one Amber. I love that place. Hey, you play Amber, man. I gotta get. I gotta play it again. I told yeah. Matt. Um, I have to play that course again, you know, because the last time I played it, I was probably about, I hadn't probably been playing golf for probably about two years. Uh And it whooped my tail, man. But it was so beautiful, man. Just like you driving to it, you know, you're going all these cornfields. And then they say, you know, oh, here go a golf course. (laughs) Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, but I got to get back up there for that. I know Birmingham has some stuff. My wife wants to go to Atlanta to hang out with her sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm trying to convince her to let me go on a the weekend. They got a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so I can go. You I can go play golf and then hang out with them. You know, yeah. it's like a win-win, you know. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love to play during the fall. You, It just gets cold so quick. Though. You know, yeah. the weather change. You know, there's not much of a fall around here anymore. Right. I mean, it's summer, winter. Yeah. Just a few weeks of fall. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. You know? yeah. When the golf club like rattles your hand when you hit the ball, that's too cold for yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm so addicted, man. If it's not, if it's not below 40, I'll play. <laughs> Yeah, about 50 is where I cut it off. I hear you. I hear you. I got long johns on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I bought um <laughs> the little thermal thing where you keep your hands in like the in like the quarterback oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like a yeah. quarterback. Yeah, uh it's a sponsor of the APT. I can't think of the name of it. Geo, somebody. Uh, oh yeah. Thermatech or something, something like that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought one of them things just so in the wintertime I can go. You yeah. know, walk, push on a cart, and you know, I can, you know, my partner got the little 
motor ass thing. I'm thinking about getting one of them or whatever. So he uses it to follow him or whatever. So oh, you know, yeah. you don't even have to push the car. It goes on its own. You yeah, know, no doubt. Yeah, I get jealous when I'm out there in the cold and see these dudes with a cover over their car. And <laughs> I'm like, man, that's what I need right. Now. <laughs> hey, I got a partner. He a doctor, so you know uh-huh. he buy all this crap. Uh-huh. You know, he get he got the cover. He got the heat, and I'm like, dude. It's 50 degrees out here. You don't need this. You know, like it's too much. You know. But you know, I work outside. So a lot of them, yeah, they sit in the office all day. So, you know, really, like my body has, and I don't know, this is how everybody about to work, but like when it goes from summer to winter, because we don't really get a fall. So when you like you said, when when it goes to summer to winter, it takes me about a good Two or three days. Once my body adjusts, I can deal with it. You know, I put a skull cap on, and the 50s don't really bother me. You know, this when it begin below them 40s, start getting into them 30s, and I be like, hey man, it's too cold out here. Yeah. See, I'm a member of this uh, club in hot in hot springs. Okay. But every time I don't get to go. I feel like I'm losing money. I, I feel you. you know what I mean, I got to yeah. get my money's worth. I know, you I know. know they, yeah. they charging for everything. Yeah, but I'm going to the range. I'm, I'm doing it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm like, you sure you going? It's pretty cold out there this. Hey, I got to get my money. Worth. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> what course is that up there? Uh, Hot Springs Country Club. Oh, okay, okay. There's two uh, two courses. One's called the Arlington and one's called the Park. Okay. Super, super nice courses. Yeah, they take good care of them, too. Yeah. Yeah. Does uh, Larry have tournaments on that one? He tried, man, but he uh, it was pretty pricey. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was okay. Gonna be, he tried. I, 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 I gave him a guy's name, you know, which I don't guess that went to. <laughs> it didn't hold a lot of weight. Because he called cussing me after he hung up from talking to him. Yeah. I think he charged me more once I told him I knew you. Damn. Like, you hey, he should have known. You don't throw, don't throw anybody's names at until they say no. And then you exactly. say, well, you know, such so told me you was going to be more cooperative. Or he could have just gotten the phone book and looked up a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Jones told me to call you. Oh, you know, doc- yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably well, would have worked better. <laughs> I told him I was gonna go try to see if I could work something out though. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. So what would you say? Um what keeps people from playing in competitive amateur play amateur golf like that, man? I can kind of from my experience, I can tell you what I was scared of. <clears throat> so before I played that first golf week tournament. You know, I had played tournaments before, but never on my own. Right. I was on a scramble. Right. You know, and you know, those aren't serious at right, all, right, right. pretty much, you know. Right. And people cheat all the time. Um, absolutely. Yeah. But you go up and there's somebody turning a 49. Right. Come on, man. Right. Right. So, you know, never. And then you buy mulligans, you know, you buy five mulligans, you end up using 30. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, when me and my buddy was playing, you know, we're fluffing the ball up. We don't hit off of rocks. You yeah. know, what I mean? we're not, we, if it's behind a tree, we pull it out. Yeah, we're not of course. You know, and then if you hit it out of bounds, you're and you don't count it. Right. So <laughs> I, when my buddy, his name's Raymond Peavy, he plays on Golf Week. <clears throat> He's, uh, you know, telling me all about it. And which when I ran into him, they were at their, they were at their finals at the, at my, the club I, I'm a member at. 
And uh, that's where they end golf weekends a year, every year. And I just happened to run into the dude because I was out there playing. Well, I'll tell you a funny story. I didn't know they was having no tournament. I said, oh, I should have known. There's cars everywhere. I was yeah. like, busy today. Well, I, but I got there early because I try to beat, you know, a country club sometimes. They'll have a group out of there, 30 dudes, you know. Right, right. You know, so I'm trying to beat them guys out there. Right. Well, I'm out there playing. You know, I ain't a soul around. All of a sudden, here comes a guy. Hey, man, there's a tournament here today. You got to go on the other side. I was like, oh, my bad. So it was golf week. So I didn't know nothing about it, you know. <laughs> but when I get done, I see my buddy in the parking lot. I ain't, and I'm like, and he lives like, you know, an hour and a half from me. I'm like, man, what are you doing here? Thank you for listening to the Burn the Edge podcast. Uh, please like, follow, and subscribe. And check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are available on Amazon Music, Google, Apple. Spotify. Just check us out wherever you get your podcast. And we will be coming to you at least once a week now. Uh, we're back on the saddle now. Uh, check us out. Thank you for listening to the Burn the Edge podcast.